What are you talking about? Hell no. Uh-uh. That ain't gonna fly. Facts, homie. Straight facts. I just want to keep it real. It's all I know. Fake news? Uh-uh. Why would you do that? Exactly where did you get that from? Nah, can't believe it. Man, you gotta come with some papers. You gots to show papers on that. This is it, man. This is the start. This is the start. Yeah, man, this is how it's gonna start. It, yes, man, real spiel. This is how it's gonna start. The show starts. Huh? Yes, man, the intro. Real spiel. Real spiel. Yes, real. Irregardless. Irregardless. He said one thing to me, and I was like, I don't, what do you mean? He was like, if I ask someone a question, I know the answer. What? Huh? <laughs> so like, you only ask so questions I, that you know the answer to? I guess what, he, like, what, what I took it from is, I mean, what I took it from, he sounded arrogant as shit, but what he taking it from, when I explained it to me, is like, I guess that's just him. He's going to do all the research he can before he presented to you oh, and see what you say. So he misspoke. Definitely he doesn't spoke. know the answer. He definitely doesn't know the answer. He, he asks a question with all the information in mind. Right. But you can't answer, 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 answer the question. Answer. Just because you have the information that's doesn't necessarily answer the question. We keep that on there. We just know New Year's. Might have a taco Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday. Some Tuesday? Tuesday on Tuesday? On that. Nigga, what does that have to do with New Year's, though? <laughs> oh, I said, I don't know. I asked him that. Now I went to another one. I don't know. I might go to Taco Tuesday, though. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a whole nother I event. Asked him, I asked him. <laughs> he said that shit real quick. Cool. I don't know. Fuck New Year's. I'm thinking about these tacos tomorrow. You talking about Island Soul? Yeah, no, it's Green Lemon. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I'm trying to find out. That's the one that I know Mitch is always fucking posting about. Mm-hmm. Nigga, every week. Taco Tuesday! And that bitch like LeBron James. LeBron <laughs> tried to trademark that bitch. Yo, it's so crazy. I was, I heard him talking about it on some podcast. They were like, bro, you cannot be... Oh, I already am. Oh, okay. You cannot be racist towards certain groups. So, like, you cannot be prejudiced towards certain groups. Like, for some reason, it's all right to mock Mexicans. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there was a wonton Wednesday, if motherfuckers was like, wonton Wednesday, oh, <laughs> like, motherfuckers would get real offended. You'd get canceled right quick. Think about a fried chicken Friday. If Tom Brady got it, it was like, we got our buckets of chicken, y'all. Fried chicken Friday. I, I, I caught Joe a couple of times like, trying to mock a black dude when he's on this podcast. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying, though. You get so offended. So offended so quick when Mexicans are, like, the hardest working. Like, they kids is in cages right now. Yeah. They kids in cages today. Not in 1800s. They got kids in cages yesterday. They kids getting taken from them while they picking strawberries in our fields so we can go to Publix. Exactly. While we openly mocking them talking about some Taco Tuesday. I feel what everybody's saying about taking the kids and everything. This ain't the first time... America did some shit like that. You think about what they did to the Japanese? Absolutely. That was crazy. For real. That was crazy, bro. Hence why you can't do wonton Wednesday. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't do that. Gotta <laughs> respect them. They went through some shit on me. Exactly. It's like if you went through some real shit. And and, and right now, the Mexicans going through some shit. So Taco I, Tuesday might get. That's what I'm saying. I feel like we're going to look back on LeBron James and be like, you know what? That nigga was kind of. <laughs> <laughs> 
He tried to trademark Mexicans. How could he? He's a culture vulture. He's a culture vulture. Like, bro. I'm just saying there's going to be some real easy arguments to be made. There's some real easy arguments to be made. talking shit about Talking shit about their ass and turn around and take pictures with them. I love my messy burrito. Yeah, like Trump. <laughs> I love my tacos. Where we at right now, today, mm. you gonna look back at that and be like, ah, you know, they, you, they might look back at that on a week, a week later from now and be like, uh, yeah, that was kind of a uh, suspect right. racist. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so PC, like we were saying in the car. Yeah, absolutely. It's so PC now. Now everybody's just trying to cross their I's and dot their T's. Like, okay, let me really think about what the fuck I'm finna say right now. So to become an HBCU, a Higher Education Act of 1965 says any historically black college or university that was established prior to 1964 and principal mission was and is the education of black Americans. It has to be accredited. And nationally recognized through an accrediting agency association determined by the secretary to be reliable authority, blah, 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 blah. Basically, you got to be made before a certain year and you got to make sure that you only educate niggas. Like, it's like you can't but black like, Americans. Which is weird, though, because a few other HBCUs, the one that just started out was created by white people. Really? Yeah, like a couple of them, I want to say. What like schools I, are these? Yeah. Fucking, um, Yeah, I'm, no, I don't know. Only ones I always hear. I mean, obviously, I'm in D.C., so you hear a lot about Howard recently. Uh, they had... It's a few, like, HBCUs that had, like, white influences involved. Mm. And not saying there's nothing wrong with that, because we don't need fucking partnership and some shit. Hey. But yeah, just, it, just, it was just irony. It was the ironic. Yeah, it ironic. It was Especially ironic after hearing as that. hell. Especially mm. after hearing that. If that is ironic true. Ironic as Especially hell. Especially after hearing that, because it's mm. like, money talks. Or, well, think about the NAACP. It's been heralded, promoted, and... You know, uh, uh, I don't want to say funded or carried on or like it's definitely been associated with a whole bunch of Caucasianness to be so advanced but for my, color my people. Thing is, I don't feel like any primarily black or primarily white or primarily Spanish is going to benefit. It doesn't. It's, that's not society. That's not society. You exactly. are not going to prosper. Now, you might get some connections and all that, but you're not going to prosper like that. I agree. We're past, I don't want to say we're past racism, but we're past the point where. Uh, we're yeah, we're past the point where segregating yourself for the benefit of your group yeah. isn't helping you. No, nah, no, nah, yeah. we're past that. Yeah. It's so integrated everywhere except China. They're yeah. all Chinese. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're all Chinese. And you know who don't like Chinese people coming in there and being Chinese? Australians. What? They're the most racist. Their immigration policies are ridiculous. What? And like I talked to this Australian dude once and he was talking about Chinese people like not like they were a problem, but like you know why there's so many Asian people here, type shit. <laughs> Bro, you know it's a lot of Orientals and white Oregonians there too. Portland, Oregon, for sure. The West Coast in general. Let me get a lighter real quick. West Coast in general. Yeah, they're fucking everywhere. I mean, there's three billion of them in general. If we're talking about Asians, you can include Indians too, because that's all Asia. So mm, true. Well, shit. I mean, if you, a lot of people be, you know, oh, they they don't want to America. This this and that, this and that. But my what? I seen it was a comedy. Uh, somebody uh, forgot who said, but he was like, "If we fought China, we probably gonna lose because we're all fighting over black and white. They're all Chinese." Absolutely, and they dedicated, bro. They have dedicated. to serve. Like in America, we got too many rights. It's too much civil liberty here. Like where 
you're not required to serve in the military that's defending your rights. I mean, I get it, but coming from a family where everybody serve, you know, I'm speaking out of turn right now because I didn't. Right. But I'm just saying, in Asia, in Israel, Korea, like, I mean, Korea is part of Asia, but all these countries, they have to serve. So it's a certain dedication to yeah. your unif- unification as a society. They like, nah, we fighting for ourselves. Then you think about the schooling, though, though. Man, they are so serious, bro. Oh, yeah. They are so serious. about They, they probably go to school more than they sleep. Yeah. They, they fucking they St- scheming to take over America. STEM ain't going nowhere. Man, they scheming to take over the world. But they think really about, are. like, Eastern Europeans. Why, why is it that all old Jewish people have all of the Pulitzers and all the Nobel Peace Prizes? If Asians are so smart, Asians don't win that that much. You know? So it's not just that. It's a cultural thing where, like, Certain cultures focus on certain things. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Eastern Europeans uh, historically focus on philosophy and coming up with great discoveries yeah. and shit like that. Asians focus on building and computation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Engineering, great engineering. Think of the Great Wall of China. Yeah, still to this day one of the greatest engineering feats of all time. That's what they do. They put their balls to the grind mm-hmm. and they work. Yeah. Now you're right though because uh, uh, I was listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Shout out, shout out to my boy. Uh, you found it? Yeah, I found it. Nah, keep going. Uh, shout out to my boy. He was like, um, <clears throat> we were the leading manufacturer in, uh, not quantum physics. It was a uh, God particle. Mm. We were the leading people. We were the leading country in that mm-hmm. just over five years ago. But we never found a God particle. But we said, like, instantly, okay, we're done with that. Went on to something else. And now over in Europe or... You know, wherever they did, wherever they did, they found that God particle, they found it. They and it's perfected like, it. Yeah. Why did we let that go? Mm-hmm. Where did we put put that money in? And then I feel like, now this is me, I am a huge space guy. Mm-hmm. Probably should have been an astrophysicist or something. <laughs> All followers got the, 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 the swatch <laughs> well, yeah. I got yeah. the interest of it. That's all you need. Boy, yeah. you smart enough? You want to oh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you could definitely be smart, but go ahead. I didn't even cut off your thought. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you're good. You're good. Mm-hmm. But, um,. I feel like if we put more, you know, budget to NASA, I feel like our energy, mm-hmm. we, we can find more ways to harness energy. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, because they got this system where it's like a tier of multifaceted civilization or what's a, a civilization that could conquer planets. Like they got this uh, this tier and it's like three tiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not even one. Yeah. We're zero on that mm-hmm. tier because... We can't even go to different planets yet. Yeah. So, one is like you can go to different planets. You can you can harness the energy of your own planet, mm-hmm. and you can c- continuously create, and you can power your own planet with your own planet. Mm-hmm. The second is you can power it with you know uh, another planet or go to another planet. And the third is you can use the whole solar system as yeah. you know, and you're that powerful as a civilization that you conquered that much. So. Mm-hmm. But it's so wild that we as human beings, like you say, with our limited-ass perspective, nigga, we can't even see underwater. You know what I'm saying? We can't, can't even talk. go deep. <laughs> we can't go that deep. We can't talk past 50 feet. We don't understand things about our own planet. Yet, we're setting credentials and criteria for what makes you a level society in other type spectrums. Like, what? Like, I'm just saying, that's how... That's, that's crazy. That's how arrogant human beings are. Like, bro, we can't even figure out shit on our own planet. We're talking about, well, this is what makes you a tier two yeah. society. Nigga, we barely tier one. Yeah. So it's just we funny. Even, like, we ain't even, yeah. What establishes those criteria? Some human dude who's been studying it with another human dude, and they come up with this theory, and then people repeat that theory. But 
I don't know shit. Well, you think about it. That's just like time. Exactly. Time is relative. Exactly. Like, the only reason why there's a time is because we need something to label exactly. to make our brain be able to grasp it. We don't know why we age. We don't know. Hell no, we, we don't know. Rats might have it figured out. We don't even know gravity yet. Yeah. We know what it does and how it, you know, manipulates us and we, you know, manipulate a little bit. We don't know what gravity actually is. Yeah, no. We've only been around for like 200,000 years in this current form, we think. But like I said, cockroaches, crocodiles, like they've been in the same form for a million years. They've fully evolved. They got to figure it out to some extent. Dolphins. Like, they don't need all the shit we need. Yeah. I feel like they might be more evolved. Maybe they understand something we don't. They might be talking to the aliens. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. know the moon uh, uh, and gravitational pulls affect the ocean and how tides what, do come. Do you think they're so, aliens? I, yeah. I think we're aliens, bro. Like, bacteria came off an asteroid, yeah. landed on Earth, yeah. and then evolved into what we are now. 100%. Through all different types of impacts on the environment and effects from different things. So. 100%. Everything that's on the planet right now is technically an alien. Like it's so. So do, do you feel like there's more alien life? Extraterrestrial, yeah, for sure. I think this shit has all happened before. Like it's a cycling thing, and I'm not educated enough to know whether or not all these theories are founded. But I do know I've seen a lot of ancient aliens. You know what I'm saying? And them motherfuckers seem educated. They got PhDs and stuff. So I think they're more educated. They have less distractions. Yeah, less distractions. Had less distractions, and they were they invest like you say different cultures investing in different things. Yeah, investing in life. Like, why the fuck are we here? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like they had more, even though we are in the technological age. But I just feel like they had more of a concentration and access to that. Well, yeah, they were also just lame ass white dudes who played Dungeons and Dragons, and they were in the aliens. And like, if you look at the type of dudes that are on those shows, it ain't us. Yeah, it ain't no. We talking about ancient aliens. Ancient aliens, any oh, of those yeah, people yeah, that yeah. are anthropologists, they never really look like Thor, or they never really look like yeah, no, who's, no. who's Indiana Jones. They yeah. never really look like that no. dude. Like we're athletes, we're and I'm not talking about black people. I'm talking about people who are in athletics and mm -hmm. chicks who are into makeup and fashion. Like mm -hmm. they don't go to that shit or gravitate to it yeah. because it's not what they were into when they were younger. Mm -hmm. So it's a resource thing, but it's also just a mental capacity thing. Like what do you want to focus on? Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. As far as like when you said ancient aliens and. The people back then seemed like they got it figured out. I think the people back then, that's what they was focused on. I mean, they was fucking killing each other for... They probably had a few things wrong, but their whole intention and concentration was uh, life, I think. Like, See, but I, I feel like... I feel survival. Like, I feel like... Survival. Definitely survival. What? I feel like us asking that age-long question of how long man been around or, you know, the thinking man. Um, why are we here? What is the purpose of this? And me personally, I don't know if there is a purpose. Mm -mm. I don't no. know. I don't necessarily know if there is a purpose to say, okay, we're supposed to do this, this, this. I don't necessarily. It might not really be a purpose to life. It's just it happened. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. And and when is. life is gone, and I don't even know if life will be totally gone, but when life is gone, at least on Earth it will be sometime, mm -hmm. you know, in the far future. But when it's gone. Will there be more? So Will we crazy. be able to keep the human race going? Will we even still be the human race? Yeah. We exactly. might we might be totally different. Right. By the time we gotta leave Earth. We're the sex organs that will birth the robots. What? I heard that yeah. shit. That's what I heard that shit from. Somebody else said that. Rogan got it from somebody, but I heard it on Rogan. Probably, probably probably your boy uh from Tesla. Yeah, I, it wasn't Elon Musk. It was uh I wanna say it was um, I probably heard a little joke too. I want to say it was Terrence McKenna, but either way, it's the truth. Like, it makes so are, much sense. Yeah, and that's what scares me. Like, why have we? 
why haven't we stopped and like think about okay should we keep continuing to do this because eventually they're going to take over I mean I saw the videos of the fucking robot police officer yeah. the motherfucker's really he's, he's capable he's capable he's running he's shooting he's getting hit and bouncing up and still shooting and he's locked in on a fucking yeah. target yeah <clears throat> so I mean you think about it like what Elon Musk said something to this, to this degree it was like you think about cars when they were first made it took 10 years, 10 years after all the fatalities from car crashes, 10 years for them to say, you have to put, not even just wear, you have to put it in a car. Because a lot of them didn't even make cars with seatbelts because, Might you know, obviously, of course, they weren't going as fast as we are today. Mm -hmm. But it was still causing injuries, causing fatalities. And it took 10 years. Longer than that, bro. Like, seatbelt rule had, had, seatbelt rule wasn't in effect like, I want to say, like, 70s or 80s. Well, I'm saying to, to put it in the car. You're talking about as far as, like, putting it in the car. As Just far as wearing one? Like, as far as, right. far as, far as put, putting it in the car and as far as enforcing it. Yeah. Like, it wasn't to the 80s. So, you're talking yeah, about yeah, cars yeah. that They, they was car. telling them to do it, but, you know, to save money, cut corners, you know, they weren't doing it. So, you think about this new age technology. Mm -hmm. You think about the robot. We probably won't put safeguards in it until it's too late. Well, if you take the nihilist perspective, like you just did, you were saying there's no means to justify the end, and pretty much you kind of talked about reincarnation a little bit, but basically, like, this shit is just here, we here, when we die, we just poop for worms. That's basically the nihilist outlook. That's like, you know, that's existed since, you know, Greek philosophers were sitting around eating grapes and fucking little boys talking right. about ideas. Greek philosophers have done that. Like you say, people have freedom of time. And when you're in a, a place in a society where shit is way too lax and you got time to just sit around and contemplate why things are, you're not focused on surviving. And you don't have time to, you know, kind of build great engineering feats. That's why when we were talking about uh, China and like how they came up with the Great Wall of China, it's amazing what you can accomplish when you have no regard for human life. Yeah. Oh, like, man. Yeah. You're just, just thinking like about... Exactly. exactly. Just like the no regard for human life. You're just thinking about working. building. You're thinking about the next step towards a great society. Not sitting around thinking about ideas. Not to say Rome wasn't a great society and they didn't do great things, but the downfall of Rome was complacency and way too much bullshit going on. Like, the shit that's leading us to idiocracy. Yeah. Yeah. A, lot of corrupt, a lot of corruption. A lot of time on their hands. Corruption, yeah. Way too much time on their hands and just too much relaxation. Too much, you know, too much freedom, too much time to think about things that didn't have to do with living life for the betterment of society. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. the top was always far yeah, above yeah. the bottom. Yeah. When the top is always far above the bottom and they don't give a fuck about the bottom. Oh, yeah, the have and the have nots. The great that shit is gone. And Rome was a perfect example of that yeah. as far as like the corruption and the, with the politicians. And, you know, those are the people with the power. Rome, Russia, Japan now. Right now, look at all those people protesting in Japan. Why are they protesting? That's crazy. Because it's an imperialist country. Like, people don't realize that Japan is like low key still an empire. Like, I don't, I mean, I'm pretty sure they might have a president or a prime minister. I'm not 100%. Keyed oh, into foreign easy. affairs and yeah. foreign politics, but I know in Japan for the longest time they had a dude that lived in a house that people had to kneel to and pray to like it was fucking Mulan. Hmm. Like they had an emperor. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, for all. I want to look more into it, but with the Japan thing, I, I see what they beefing for. For was what I'm reading. What they beefing for is the fact that it was a British rule. And that's probably what it was like back in the day. How they assigned someone to you're the head. Yeah. You're the head guy, but you know, you come back and tell us the business. 
So now they switched over. Now it's back to China now. They said it went from British to China now. And God, God knows what. Yeah, they don't like what it. What is China? Exactly. God knows what what what, what is China? A red state. Yeah, they're they communists. Yeah. yeah, they don't even fuck with Japanese motherfuckers like that. And that was from just back in the day of them war and shit. That's what I'm saying. If anything, if China's in control of Japan now, that's the worst possible thing that can happen. Now because they hate Japanese people. They do people. not like Japanese. Japanese people, people are the only oh. people that try to conquer everybody. And they're just they're the smallest island, which yeah. is weird. Yeah. It's like the small little island yeah. with like whatever two million Asian people, and they're the craziest ones. Some bitch be going ham, going ham, and the North Korean motherfuckers and Vietnamese. Cause they got us about that motherfucker. Motherfucker say we won that. Nah, we yeah, got that alone. Jungle Asians are a different. We got thing. we got a thought of. They're low key. They're low key black. I don't even call them. Asian. Right. Bro, you go jungle deep Asians. enough into bro, you yeah. go deep enough into the jungle, bro. They got afros and all dark Aus- skin. Like Australians. Yeah, them jungle Asians. They're crazy. They're basically aboriginals. Mm-hmm. Vietnamese, Thai. That's why them motherfuckers so good at kickboxing. That Muay Thai kickboxing. Motherfuckers on switch kicks. Hell, kicking niggas ribs right through his yeah. chest. Oh, but I did find the HBCU thing. Oh, yeah. So, hmm. funny thing you said, Howard. They want to break on here. Of course. So, black colleges, myth number one. Black, black colleges were found by black people. According to the Vos, HBCU founders saw the system wasn't working, that there was an absence of opportunity, so they took it upon themselves to provide the solution. Presumably, <coughs> they means African Americans, but some of today's most well known HBCUs were founded by white Americans. Washington's Howard University, which celebrates its. Ooh, Sesquicentennial. 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 There we go. This year is named after one of its founders, General Oliver O. Howard. General, Jesus. General Oliver O. Howard, a white union officer who led the Federal Freedmen's Bureau after the Civil War. Spelman College was founded in 1881 at the Atlanta Baptist Female Seminary. By Sophia B. Packer and Harriet E. Giles, two white teachers from Massachusetts. Listen, I mean, we can say that and say, oh, white people found this shit. But, like, when you really think about it, there's shit going on right now, right? That people will look back in 100 years, like shit going on in Saudi Arabia with women's rights yeah. and gay people and all this stuff people will look back on and say, well, shit, what were, what were you doing in that time to fight for? So I just think back to the 1700s, the 1800s. Where a white man, like General Oliver, whatever, mm-hmm. didn't have to do shit. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I just, need, I, just need, I just need your cosign. I, was, I need I, your cosign. Like, literally, I could just... No, but I'm saying, like, in terms of his being a union leader that put his name on a Howard University or, like, fought for civil liberties for black people to be free. I'm saying, as a white man in 1800... Didn't at all. He had to do shit. He could have been a white landowner. He could have got fucked up for it. Oh, he would have been killed for sure. Could have got fucked up. For what if they? What if the union lost? I'm saying when you look at it from that perspective, you got to think of the times in which people lived. Yeah, like Clay Helton, I think his name is Clay Clay, Clay Clay, fuck Clay. I, I can't read his name. I can't remember his name right now. But he's like one of the leading abolitionists of the 1800s, 1700s. He's just a lawyer dude. He still has a house in Kentucky right right now. I think it's uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Or, uh, it's Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. Clay, damn, I can't think of his last name right now. But anyway, he was one of the leading abolitionists. White dude, he was a lawyer. He's the reason that, like, you know about the Dred Scott decision. Yeah. You know, like, shit like that, you think about it from that perspective, it had to be white people. Yeah, because yeah, we, 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 yeah, 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 we didn't have that power. We didn't have that power. We need allies. Yes, yeah, for sure. And even yeah, now. For sure. for sure, you still need allies. Need I mean, allies. Malcolm spoke that. And think about it, that's Malcolm. Like, he was speaking on it like, it's, we want... 
to do it ourselves to show that we can do it ourselves. But honestly speaking, man, we need we need people and you know so we need all Americans. Yeah, we need all people. For sure. You need Americans. Like you said, you can we can love Marcus Garvey and understood the principles upon which he stood, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he was a separatist. Mm-hmm. And you gotta understand nah. that in the time Marcus Garvey? Separatist? Marcus Garvey was a separatist. He wanted black people to go back to Africa and have their own nation in Africa. He wanted people to have their own nation in America where all black people was black and extreme blackness and no white people. He got to understand the time in which he was from, though. Yeah. And why he had that perspective. And that's why I say you respect the principles upon which he stood. Yeah. But they don't apply in 2020. No. I think they can. I think you can apply some of them as far as like having a one nation because of black Americans. We don't have that comfort of oh this is our homeland this is our hometown like yeah we're we're american born yeah we're not we, gonna get it no nah, but that's what i'm saying that's what marcus was trying to give you that's a different pride our generations that's a different pride when you come out with your your, your your hometown flag like nigerian flag and see but and, i feel like i feel like you can kind of get that today because my grandma she did a uh ancestry.com found out we from a lineage of king of a king yeah. So just knowing that made me kind of raise up a little more, like for sure. you for know. Sure. So it's, it's more of what you know. We don't know our culture. We don't know our history, and that means family history. That means our history of you know where who was the first who who came over here. Right, but that's who what was. I'm saying. When you can find that, and you do find that, right? Okay, I'm from Kenya. He from uh, uh, Nigeria. You're from um, um, the Gold Coast, Ivory Coast. We're in America. I felt like garbage. Like, okay, yeah, you're from one, two, three, but we're in America. Let's. This is the red, black, and green. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We gotta look out for our own. Yeah. Like, it is good to have a sense of pride of where you at, but how accurate do we know that? No, we had that in America, like you say. We had our Black Wall Street in Tulsa. Yeah, Florida. we had our Rosewood in Florida. We had our Harlem in New York City, which and all the way was burned down. Temple. It was we, had our, we had our Temple. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, temple, temple got burned, temple too. Good, if you go to Detroit, any black city, Motown, you know what I'm saying? Detroit and Motown mm-hmm. in the 60s. Any great city always had a black epicenter, multicultural area. The Harlem Renaissance was all built around black greatness. Mm-hmm. We've always had that in America. The problem is infighting with black people, I think, sometimes, where, like you say, you have people who are extremists, like Malcolm... He used to be extreme, and then yeah. he swayed like to understand exactly. Farrakhan, he's still he's still extreme. He's still so extreme. you have people where infighting always bring us down to an extent. That's what happened in the Mali Empire. The Malis was once the greatest empire in the world yeah. before Alexander. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What happened? So light skinned niggas talking about some, no, you actually more superior than these dark skinned right, niggas. Right, right. Why? Your people come from. But it was influence from influence from from, from Europe. Exactly. It's influence from money saying, European. But that's what I'm saying. We counter back to a solidarity with within us like mm-hmm. okay it ain't about where you from back home mm-hmm. it's it's us and like i feel this like if we can if we can find a home frequency find a home base within all black america we can have those conversations mm-hmm. and i feel like they're trying to do that now with the last two revolts they had with uh big mike them uh, they had mm-hmm. a couple conversations where it's like they had Candace, invited yeah, Candace sure. Owens, they invited all different type of personalities. Exactly. Where, look, you're black, you need to speak, and this is your views. Okay, we can have these conversations, yeah, definitely, views. But at the end of the day, bitch, we're black. Yeah, exactly. But why is there so much confusion and why is there so much angst? It's because I think the bottom line is the way we were brought here and our history in America, we'll never have that peace of mind as a culture. Yeah. I, that's just my opinion on it. Whether that's a pessimistic outlook, I'm just saying, bro. My grandmother is like high yellow. My grandfather is also high yellow. 
I know nothing about their lineage, and I'm never going to find out because they don't have birth certificates and they don't have the history to yeah. back it up. And I can do a genealogy on Ancestor.com or 23andMe, but why is it that the same five or six nations in Africa come up every time those statistics come through? It's always the Bantu nations. They always say the Ivory Coast. They always say, like, the southern... Uh, uh, it's like the southern Bantu regions, the Ivory Coast. Um, it's like three or four different ones that always come up on there. My thing is... There are hundreds, if not thousands, of different tribes throughout Africa. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the different countries, representations, and languages. We don't know what piece of us is from what part. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. once once my people came here, they started getting with Native Americans. They started getting with Irish people. They yeah. started getting with Turkish people. So, we're so all mixed up. And it's not just us. You know what I'm saying? It's an Italian motherfucker right now that because they're... They have lighter skin than us. They can pass as whatever mm-hmm. a classic American in that sense. But, bro, we're all so mixed up to the extent that we'll never be able to have the peace of mind to know exactly where we came from and know this is the region that represents me. You know what I'm saying? There's more reason we, why we need to have a solidarity within, in America, within America, but no, also that solidarity connects to African people as well. Like, sure. yeah, they oh, may absolutely. Not, absolutely. yeah, they may not like us. Yeah, they may not fuck with us. But I think in time, hopefully we have all that. We should have all that. More but in, in, in more time and showing the effort of, look, bro, it's, we're together. It's me and you. Yeah, I'm your lost cousin. That family was mixed in with the Native Americans, whites, mm-hmm. all types of people. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, it, I still trace back to you. And you should know why. Oh, yeah, I think we sure. should have that connection and that. That connection, that pride, bro. We do, though. I think we do in the fact that we're Americans. It's just that sense of pride is also wrapped up in all the different ideals we have, all the different representations we have, and the fact that when you come to America, you're kind of told to denounce your pride and whatever you represent. So if I'm an immigrant coming straight from the motherland, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm coming straight from wherever I'm coming from. Like, some of these UFC fighters I look at, they always come out with their African flags, Mm -hmm. you know? They are told sort of to denounce that and become Americanized. You know what I'm saying? Kamaru Usman, his nickname was always Marty when he was wrestling. Why is that? Yeah. Because he got to wipe himself down to an extent yeah, and, sure. you know, denounce sort of his pride. So, yeah, that, that happened to us, but it happened so long ago that for us to try to recapture that and find out exactly where the finality of that pride mm-hmm. is, the foundation of it, I just, you know... That's like sort of a lost cause to me, you know? I get... The thing is, it's like a broad understanding. I have a broad understanding of the fact that I'm black. So, duh, I come from Africa. Duh. But where? I don't quite know. And I don't expect somebody from Ethiopia or Eritrea or Nigeria or any specific country in Africa to be like, oh, I identify with you just because we're from the same continent. Yeah. Africa's huge. Huge. Huge, and they warred with each other yeah. within different tribes and areas yeah. for years. Ethiopia yeah. and Eritrea just united, and they look exactly the same. Exactly the same. A lot of that is religion based, and a lot of that is European influence, though. European influence, money, resources, though. Resources, resources bro. Before Europe ever touched Africa, Africans were fighting. Why were the Mali fighting with the Sunni? Or not the Sunni, it's, um, I forget the tribe that's right next to them, but it's like the Mali that were fighting with this tribe right next to them. It's literally over resources because one tribe didn't have enough women. I mean, you think about it, and I guess maybe this, it may, it, 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 that's kind of far. This is definitely far. You know, when all the fucking, when Earth was one fucking, it was one ball of water and we were one fucking landmass in the middle. Pangea. And, you know, you really see 
places more so, you know, close to the water because, you know, that's where you get the, the, the coast and everything. Yeah, so then, you know, people started branching out. Oh, okay, you know, ice age happened, boom, boom. Now you got everything's melted. So now they can see, okay, this is land. I can walk across this land. And that's really how we just started separating. This you just started going across yeah, and, sure. you know, it, it was Asia and America was right there. Yeah, they walked sure. across and water came back and they got stuck. Yeah. And that's how it really got cut off. For real. Honestly, I think I could go back, like, before before, before it was written down, before even it was recorded on yeah. whatever material. Yeah, you think of the and all that, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think it goes back way past then. So, yeah, it could be. I don't know, this guy is history. Well, it was the biggest landmass that got separated from Pangea is probably where all the resources mm-hmm. were, to mm-hmm. a large extent. It's probably where yeah. And that's why that's why you ivory. see where of course they, you know, show the, the, the poor parts of but if Africa's so poor, why is why are they still being milked today? Oh yeah, for sure. King uh was Mansa Musa. He's oh, the yeah. reason Egypt has all the gold it has. And people understand that now because it's more documented in history, mm-hmm. but like most people don't even know enough about African history to know who Mansa Musa was growing up. I didn't know who he up. was. I didn't yeah. know who he was. Only reason why I knew who he was today mm-hmm. is because my brother. Yeah. He's his nickname for what for his for you know being an artist and everything other than Blue was Musa. Yeah. And he did that for Massa Musa. And so he, he told me he, like, he was a king and yeah. the richest man Absolutely. probably ever. <laughs> ever, bro. Yeah. Dropped so much gold that he lowered the wealth, the worth of what a gold coin was. So my thing is like, I, one time I was riding in Wisconsin, this uh, African exchange student picked us up in an Uber and he wasn't comfortable talking about anything in front of this white chick that was riding with us initially. We dropped her off and then he takes us to where we're going and it's me and this other black chick in the car and he starts going off about African history and he asked us if we knew who Mansu Musa was and I did just because of undergrad, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So we start going at it about it and he was so proud of the fact that two black Americans knew mm-hmm. who he was students start going off about his experience as an African student in France and how they didn't like him wearing all his different African garb and how the professors <coughs> wanted to teach a European version of history that he knew was false. Mm-hmm. So he tried to teach the African version and they literally forced him out of the university for mm-hmm. speaking out against their academic ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, And whether or not his version of events was true or not doesn't even matter to me. Mm-hmm. The fact that he felt comfortable enough sharing that story with me just speaks volumes about this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's an African dude. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm from a country where they paid for all my school, but I got there and I just realized it wasn't really what I wanted. Then he came to Madison, Wisconsin, and people tried to write theses about him and shit like that because he's one of the few African immigrants in the area. It's really interesting. Like, his story just completely changed my perspective on, you know, how African people experience America and how they think about us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what, what, what did he say about us? Did he give you, like, a negative vibe or a positive vibe? It was more positive vibe once we understood what he was talking about. Gotcha. But before that, he didn't say shit. Gotcha. He didn't say shit when he thought we was just vibing with the white chick who was with us. When he thought we were just regular ass Americans. And that's what I want to bridge. That connection of, okay, let's have that communication or that connection of understanding. Mm -hmm. I can look at you like, okay, he just from Smokers White Girl. Mm -hmm. See, but the whole thing is, just like old boy might have thought, we know. All black. People ain't on that wavelength, bro. And they ain't really trying to hear that right now. Y'all go ahead. I got to pee. You feel what I'm saying? They ain't really trying to hear that as far as like, just for whatever reason, whatever, however they are, is a person, individual, for whatever reason, but they just not on that wavelength. So I think we kind of got to get on that wavelength. 
and even right have that conversation. Really, I think what this all just draws down to is education. Education and communication. As far as like me, how I approach the situation, as far as I look at it, it's like, okay, um, you know, I appreciate what y'all have over there. Yeah. I appreciate my history over there. So it's like, I, I, of course, you know an ignorant motherfucker when you see one. Yeah. You know what I'm You know someone who is belligerent or you know someone who just obnoxious. Okay, yeah, I don't care who you are. Like, back up off me. Yeah. But as far as like, you know what I'm saying, you telling me you come from this, that, you know, Nigeria, you coming from Ethiopia, you coming from uh, Libya, you coming from uh, the Ivory Coast, like, that's, that's, tell me about your history, tell me, do you go back there, not history, but tell me, do you go back home, what y'all do back home, like, I'm interested, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I'm appreciative of it, yeah, 100%, and I think we should have that, I, I guess, that's the communication, that's the relationship I, I would like to have with them, I agree on that, that's how I think we should approach it, I think, yeah, I yeah. Yeah. Man, is this too deep for the intro? If so, I find another use. But just in case it's perfect, let me introduce. It's cold. I had a dream and so I made a move. A ill ass nigga who just so happened to stay in school. Still rap for hustlers and motherfuckers that hated school. Said that's for busters, then heard my shit and I made it cool. It's safe to say that I'm gifted as if I'm Christmas shopping. I got gangster niggas lining up in admissions office. Ain't possibly cause all the hoes and niggas scrape. A lot of shit up on my plate. So you know a nigga late to my first class. I must rather sit up in first class. Should I admit that a slutty bitch was my first smash? Was an experience, so nah, I didn't wear it out. Always thought my first time would be someone I cared about. But being a virgin was something to be embarrassed about. I used the ass for practice, so I wasn't scared out my mind. You call them rhymes, I call it clearing out my mind. Was just a young boy staring out my blinds. Till I got free from my mama leash Running loose through the streets Like a straight dog in heat And we looking for some freaks Can you play? Pardon me What's your name? Don't mistake me for no lame No, not me She knew I was on the team Cause she seen how tall I be In the club Dapping niggas Eventually R.I.P. Damn You win some, you lose some That's just how it happens And if a nigga step up to you Then you gotta scrap him Your name is all you got Throwing hands by the bathroom It's funny I barely told nobody I started rapping Cause see some niggas was haters that I just viewed as clowns At 14 I knew I was the nicest dude around I gotta make a move, I gotta do this now If they don't know your dreams and they can't shoot them down huh. Yeah nigga, hell yeah Felt that one in my fucking soul nigga